Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, in the studio on a Monday morning. So, Chiefs took on the Commanders at Arrowhead. The uh, kickoff for the 50th season for the Chiefs uh, Stadium, my home away from home. It's nice to see him back and uh, thought they did what they needed to do. I mean, uh, first team offense, just like the week before, got the ball, marched down, scored. Got the ball again, marched down, scored. So, uh, looking good. It definitely looks like Mahomes is going to spread the love. They were missing some defensive players, but I thought the D looked pretty good too. Your thoughts, sir? Do I need to say anything else? Did I did I cover it all? <laughs> Other than the fact that I found it to be a ho hum football game. Well, yeah, it's preseason, and and it is preseason. That's part of it. Washington is certainly not a challenge for the Kansas City Chiefs. They do have a good D, though. Their right. first team D is good. The first team D was missing several of their That's players. That's true too. But Mahomes was still sixteen of nineteen, and the game itself just wasn't very exciting. But I did see. Some performances. I really hope the kid sticks with the team. He may not, but Justin Watson is playing very well. Had five catches again. He's an Ivy Leaguer, and they don't usually portray themselves as being a professional caliber, and that's because of the very nature of the schools. He comes from University of Pennsylvania. He's Quaker, and indeed had five more catches. Does have terrific speed. I'd love to see him make at least the taxi squad and. Who knows, maybe a special teams player. He played well. Karloftis had a sack in the ballgame. I did like that very much. And the team, in general, just played the level of football they needed to get the win. And it was 24-14. Now, this final game coming up on Thursday night might be a bit of a different story. Be interested to see how Andy Reid and the staff approaches this one. Is the final game, final preseason game. Then Kansas City, folks, has virtually two weeks before they played the season opener against Arizona out in Phoenix. Two weeks. That's a lot of time. A lot of time to build up a lot of rust on your ball club. I think they'll probably have a scrimmage somewhere along the line. But over and above that, this is the final preseason game. How the Chiefs approach it. They're playing the Green Bay Packers in Kansas City. I, I just can't see them putting together a full effort in this game. Don't think the Packers will either. These preseason games <laughs> needs to be two, not three. Two, I think you'd see some much more competitive action. Yeah, you would. But also, you kind of run the risk of uh, losing your players, that too. So um, it'll be a long time before that happens, but I know that's what the players want for sure. Speaking of players, we're down to 30 in the pro golf title. What's the story, my man? Well, they had the BMW Classic in Wilmington, Delaware, and Patrick Cantlay becomes, gets this, he is the first player in this, ex- and I'm sorry, in this uh, championship series, the FedEx Championships, the first player to defend his title. He won the BMW Classic last year, was not in Wilmington, but he did win it, wins it again this year by one stroke, 14 under par, very nice, about a $2.5 million first prize, but more importantly, it puts him in second place for the top 30 players who compete in Atlanta this weekend. This is the final playoff event. The winner of this one gets $15 million. Now, it's a staggered role because the lead player in the team is Scotty Scheffler. He is number one in points accrued during the year. That's that's what they're getting is FedEx points. And Scheffler is number one. He will start the tournament 10 under par. That's his score, 10 under par. Second will be Patrick Cantley, who won uh, yesterday. He'll be eight under par. Now, that two strokes over a four-round tournament, that's not a whole lot. But it still is an advantage. Anyway, that's the way they started. 
The field is cut to 30 players, and they'll go after each other at East Lake in Atlanta. That's where they always play the championship round. That begins on Thursday. A lot of competition in a golf tour that actually has competition. <laughs> All right, speaking of competition, uh, back to school for a lot of kids here in the Ozarks today. Uh, parents, we're all going to go meet for lunch and get drunk while our kids are in school. That's on the side, but that also means we got high school football coming back this week, don't it? It starts this week. As a matter of fact, the regular season, that's how quickly we've come through the summer, folks, because the Missouri high school football season begins later this week. It's a rather interesting set of games. Most of the games, the vast majority, are on Friday, but not all of them. There's some on Thursday and some on Saturday. And if, why, why is this the case? Why aren't they playing all on Friday? Because there is a critical shortage of game officials. They need them badly. And for some reason, the Misha folks and those who recruit the new officials are having trouble getting young blood in there needed. It's, it's a big payday. It's a wonderful opportunity to be out on the field. The rules of the game, of course, but everybody who sits in the stands knows the rules of the game. They need officials, need them badly, and hopefully that critical situation can be overcome this year. But as a result, you're seeing, again, most of the games are Friday night. Some Thursday, some Saturday. It does involve a bit of a disruption in the schedule. Definitely does, um, and uh, it's unfortunate. I mean, you should if you are interested in the game, you know, and you got the free time, look into it. It'd be a lot of fun, and uh, you know, kind of get you back into the sport, even if you're not the one wearing pads. Uh, going into the weekend, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals had a relatively tough-ish opponent, <laughs> uh, and all of a sudden, Yachty gets put on the list and is gone. He goes back to Puerto Rico. Now everyone is like, "What's wrong?" Blah 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 blah. blah. From what I understand, he has part ownership in a basketball team that made it into the finals, went to the teams like, hey, look. They're like, yeah, sure, no problem. They didn't even need him. I mean, they've been in on absolute terror. And then Albert on Saturday, it's two more dingers. He's got eight left. Eight left. If COVID never happens, he's already beat A-Rod's record, in my opinion. Wait a minute. Embellish that. Eight left to what? 700. Ah, there's your answer to 700. And there have been only three players in history to reach that level. Barry Bonds with 762, Henry Aaron with 755, and George Herman Ruth with 714, which for many, many decades was the the ultimate uh, jewel-encrusted record in baseball. Albert Pujols has a chance to be number four on that list, and I think he's probably going to do it. He's eight home runs shy, did have the two on Saturday. Cardinals, meanwhile, are on a roll they too tend to get these roles late in the, in the uh, season. Uh, part of it is the way they structure their ball club and bring up some good players and make some good deals at the trade deadline. That's number one. Number two, their division, folks, is horrendous. It is really, really poor, and they are playing poor teams. I'm going to give you an example, Mike. I follow the, the, the baseball scene. That's my profession. I do not know any of the Arizona Diamondbacks players. Yeah, I was watching a little bit Saturday at the bar for a band I'm in played, and, and I, I kind of had the same feeling. I was like, Nobody man, I, I don't, who are these I guys? Don't know who a lot Where of these are they dudes coming are. from, and what are they doing out on the field? They don't know. Now, they're only, what, 10 games under 500, something like that. They're not a challenger, but good gracious sakes alive. It's, it's a triple-A team. Same with the Colorado Rockies. Now, the Cardinals go to Chicago and play the Cubs, and they're every bit as bad as all the others. This is a five-game series for the Cardinals coming up. I really think the Cardinals have put it away now. They're going to win the National League Central Division. Maybe the only team 
to make it from the Central Division because the Brewers have really faltered badly. So we'll see what happens, but the Cardinals are playing well on a roll and getting everything right. Yeah, and you want as much padding as you can get going into September. That is for sure, my guy. All right, Royals obviously not really a contender, but you know, speaking of kind of weird uh, runs, they've been doing that lately. Are they been uh, on a run recently? You know, they're playing the Tampa Bay Rays. They were yesterday down in Florida. And they, they played the Rays very respectable baseball. That's just it. Kansas City is playing respectable baseball. They have uh, perhaps some difficulty in winning all their games, but uh, the Tampa Bay Rays did win yesterday 3-2. But Kansas City's competitive in all these games. Have uh, another episode coming up this week with the White Sox, but uh, Kansas City is going to get better, folks. I know we've said that all year long, and it's not going to be a playoff this year, but they are an improved team. They have very good offensive mix. The pitching staff does need to be improved and really feel like over the winter, if they make some key deals, they will be a pretty good team. Now, the Springfield Cardinals, <laughs> all year long, Mike, of course, we do selected games on television. We were real, real bad this year in getting any wins, like zero, until Saturday night. So it comes a huge storm in there, but the game is official. That storm produced so much water, maybe about 15 minutes of rain. It was pretty quick. It was but a lot. they did not get the field covered in time, and as a result, the infield took a battering. It was underwater. So there wasn't really any way they could play even after it dried out. So, But it was an official game. So the Springfield Cardinals got a win. Yesterday, under beautiful blue skies, John Mosellock there in the crowd to watch a Flaherty pitch. Okay. Cardinals get another win, but not, <laughs> not without some trouble. Behind 5-1 to one in the eighth inning, and the Arkansas Travelers are really dominating Springfield until the last of the eighth. Springfield pours across five runs, gets a 6-5 win. They're still playing pretty good. They're, they're right now six games out of a playoff berth. Could happen, likely from a mathematics standpoint, won't, but hey, we'll see what happens. Season still has several weeks to go, and that's the key right there. Absolutely. Well, a um, little bit of racing on the road in NASCAR this past weekend yeah, as well. Watkins Glen was their site. And Watkins Glen, folks, is one of the most historic road racing courses in America. It's up in the Finger Lakes area of upstate New York, a little bit south of Syracuse. Beautiful, beautiful part of the country. And the Watkins Glen International Raceway is one of the stopping points in a very picturesque and historic setting. NASCAR has what they call the Weekend at the Glen, and that is a road race. Now, some of the NASCAR events are road races, which is different from the oval NASCAR that they're on. Anyway, they did run the road course at Glen yesterday, and it's Kyle Larson who comes away with the win. He's a guy from a big winner last year uh, and has not been consistent on the NASCAR circuit this year, but did get a win yesterday. That's a big deal. Getting down now to the NASCAR playoffs, which will be starting very shortly. Busy, busy time. Are you excited to start school today, Ned? School starting today. I've got to admit to you. And of course, did I'm, you ride the bus or did you walk? No, I walked. You walked? How I far? Walked. Oh, probably about a mile and a half somewhere. That's not there. too bad. It was great relaxation. Could think to yourself and think, why the hell am I going to school? <laughs> <laughs> and then someone said, hey, you know what? You got a good voice. And he goes, yeah, I do. And then that's, it was, all, it was, hit, it was history. <laughs> Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.